Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Are you a new real estate investor still struggling to get your first deal because you don't have the money to fund your deals? Or are you a wholesaler and you've collected some assignment fees, but you want to stay in some deals, but need the money to do it? Or are you a seasoned real estate investor? You've done a ton of deals, but you just want more money to fund more deals. Well, if you answered yes to any of those three questions, don't go anywhere. I'm getting ready to plug you into the, the money right now. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Private Money Academy podcast. I'm Jay Connor, your host, also known as the Private Money Authority. And if you've been tuning into uh, the show, you know for some time, I have just amazing guests and experts that join me here on the show. And today is no exception, but before I introduce my special guest, I've got a gift for you for just showing up here uh, on the show. And as I just asked those three questions a moment ago, uh, do you want more funding for your deals? Well, my free gift for you today is my new book that I want to ship you a copy of, which is called Where to Get the Money Now, subtitle, How and Where to Get Money for Your Real Estate Deals, without relying on traditional or hard money lenders. I'll rush this book out to you. It'll plug you in to getting funding for your real estate deals, regardless of your experience, your credit, your verification of income or any of that. Just pay a couple of bucks on shipping and I'll rush it right out to you. And you can get it at www.jayconner.com forward slash book. That's J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash book. Well, my guest today has got quite the story. In fact, 
He manages over $40 million in private money. You see why this is one of my favorite guests for this entire year. We're going to be talking about private money and these funds is deployed into multifamily real estate and apartments. And my guest has been involved in over 1,000, that's right, 1,000 wholesale, rehab, rental, foreclosures, and apartment transactions, just about any real estate transaction you can think of. And he currently holds a portfolio of over 3,000 cash flowing apartments. In addition to that, he's the founder, the CEO of a variety of it's called Freeland Ventures. And also he's a strategic real estate coach. He's a true entrepreneur. And in fact, he has never had a like boss, like employer his entire adult life. Quite a story, a lot of experience to share with us. And of course, he's an expert when, he come, when it comes to raising capital. With that, my good friend and guest, Josh Cantwell, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks so much, Jay, for having me on. I've been looking forward to this all day. I got invited to the show. So excited to be here. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on. We get to talk today about my favorite subject, which is private money. But before we get on the subject of private money, first tell everybody, how'd you get into real estate? Uh, listen, Jay, I, I kind of fell into it just through sort of life experiences. Um, when I graduated from college, uh, my dad almost, who's an entrepreneur, my father almost ripped my head off when I went into the financial services world. Uh, my dad was in financial services. He was in, did employee benefits. And uh, so I followed his footsteps. I did internships for him when I was in college and I jumped in and got my series six license, my life and health licenses and things like that. Fast forward a few years, I was making a great six figure income as a 24 year old, but I realized that a lot of my best clients, my biggest clients did not have all their money in the stock market. They actually owned apartment buildings. They owned strip centers. They owned uh, you know, rental properties. Uh, they leased those buildings out and were making positive cash flow. And it's, no matter how hard I tried, Jay, uh, I couldn't pry those dollars out of the real estate business and get them into the stock market. So I actually took notice and said, well, look, that you know, they must be up to something because they seem so married to those assets. They won't give them up the money in real estate. So I paid attention. Um, quickly, I, I realized that they were up to something and they had something that I which was passive income. And uh, I quickly started learning about real estate, bought my first few investment properties, and ultimately decided to quit my job as a financial planner, cold turkey, uh, back in 2005 to jump into real estate full time. And how old were you when you went full time real estate? Uh, I was 29 years old. Uh, I was, uh, you know, I had a number of years of experience, but kind of doing both, uh, doing real estate on the side as a side hustle and still serving my clients in the financial services world. Uh, but one of the benefits, Jay, of that is when we're talking about, you, you know, your expertise and and uh, your niche of private money, I was very fortunate very age in my early 20s to have clients that were three and four times the old as I was, right? They're in their 60s or in their 80s. And I got very comfortable talking to people about private money, about capital, about raising money, deploying it, being in the stock market, talking about their financial goals, objectives, risk tolerance. I got very, very good at all that at a very young age. And so today now I'm 45 years old and that experience, which again, my father almost killed me for, for doing it. 
Um, but that experience at a very young age has for me really well the last 10 years, especially in raising money and doing much larger commercial deals. Yeah. Of what I have observed with, um, you know, myself in, in the world of private money and also the, the many students that uh, we've helped raise a lot of private money, it seems as though one of the best skills to have to be successful in attracting the funding and teaching other people what it's all about really comes down to not only your confidence and knowing what you're talking about, but also uh, your communication skills. Would you agree with that? Oh, no question about it. No question about it. Being able to communicate. And honestly, Jay, as you well know, raising money, talking about people about money is really just a conversation, right? It's about leading a person down a path, asking the right questions and having a conversation. It's truly not a pitch. People think, oh, I pitched this. I've raised, look, I've raised and deployed $80 million. We have $40 million deployed right now as we're doing this uh, discussion. But I never felt like I was pitching someone, um, especially with my experience being in the stock market, was that I'm just kind of comparing the stock market, the volatility of the market, the ups and downs of the market to the safety, the security and the predictability of real estate. At the end of the day, I leave it up to that investor what they want to do. And fortunately, they usually make what I think is the right decision of investing in real estate, at least with a big portion of their portfolio. The reason why I do still like stocks, bonds, mutual funds in some cases is simply because it's so liquid. Jay, as you know, you could snap your fingers, you could get liquid, you could you know, go buy something else, you could pay for whatever you need. It's super liquid. Real estate, as we know, is not so liquid. So having these types of discussions around, look, the stock market for the last 100 years has averaged a 9% return. If you talk to any financial advisor, they'll use a 7% blended return on a portfolio because you make in, mix in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and, and, and you know secure investments, 7%. That's before, right? And I'm talking to you, Jay, like I'm, I'm talking to one of these guys that I'm presenting to. So hopefully this is valuable for your audience, but that's before the 7%, before fees and commissions. So you're really down, the average mutual fund has a 3.14% internal expense ratio between the commissions, the 12B1 fees, the expense ratios. There's 13 different fees in your average mutual fund. That's not even disclosed up front. It's buried in the prospectus, 13. So when you take that 7% average return and then you, you know, take out those fees, the average investor doesn't know it, but the, over the long haul, they're going to get about a four to five percent net net return. And when I just educate people about that and then I talk about, hey, you can make a private lender loan or you can invest in an apartment or you could do a loan or a JV deal on a rental property and you're going to net over 10 percent plus possibly more with equity. It's just a discussion. It's not a pitch. That's what I think people need to understand. If we just educate the common investor, the mom and pops, whether they're accredited, not accredited, about what actually has been happening in the stock market for the last 100 years, that's irrefutable proof. We just have to educate them on it and let them make a good decision for themselves.
Real quick, y'all, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask I can ever ask of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more real estate investors make more money, feed their families, and have the private money they need to fund their deals. And the only way we can do that is if I ask you to rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review. It'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb. It would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. I tell people all the time, um, of course, I, I don't have 40 million uh, deployed. I've got 8 million deployed right hey, now. Hey, that's good. 8 million is a lot. That's on, big, uh, you know, that's great. Single, single family houses. And I tell people all the time, I've never asked anybody for money. That's right. I've, I've never asked anybody for money. Um, and it all comes down to exactly what you just said, Josh. And that is, they say, well, how do you do that then? Well, you do what Josh just said. And that is you put on your teacher hat and you educate them. So we've got 47 um, private lenders right now that uh, are lending us money on deals, investing in our deals. And first of all, not one of them, and they'll tell you this, not one of them had ever heard of this world of private money. They didn't know what it was. Right. And none of them had ever heard of self-directed IRAs, which I hope that sticks around for a while. That's back in the headlines these days. Yeah, it is. But um, anyway, self-directed IRAs. So Josh, why don't you take a moment and tell our audience what is important about why is it important to know what a self-directed IRA is and how does that relate to uh, attracting uh, private money? Sure. Yeah. Self-directed IRAs is of course a huge part of being a real estate investor, a successful real estate investor. And Jay, what I tell people is look is funding equals freedom. Okay. Funding equals freedom. And I'm not talking about first mortgage debt. Anybody can get that. What I'm talking about is true private money from private investors like you teach your members. Um, getting those dollars, not hard money, not bank financing, but true mom and pop private money. Um, that's what provides freedom, because even if you do a $20 million apartment deal, um, I'm actually making an offer on an apartment deal next week for $100 million. We'll have to raise $30 million of private money. A big piece of that $30 million will come from you know, a, a private equity fund, but we'll probably have to raise 10 million from mom and pop private investors. And a lot of them have self-directed IRAs. Self-directed IRA is, is simply an IRA, like you think of anything else, but instead of investing it in traditional investments like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you can invest and self-direct it into alternate alternative assets. It could be crypto, could be oil and gas, it could be cannabis, it could be you know, some sort of e-commerce deal it could be a private placement memorandum, an apartment, but it's self-directed. So people are sourcing self-created deals. Now, Jay, you and I both know that some of the very best deals are the deals that are not done in the public markets, but they're done in the private markets. We all know that Facebook was founded through a private friends and family offer, right? And Peter Thiel, the, one of the original investors in Facebook invested through his self-directed Roth IRA, which is now worth like $5 billion. 
So self-directed IRAs is one of the it's one of the great wonders of the world because you can direct your dollars into almost any type of asset. There's a few that are excluded, like life insurance and and alcohol and some other weird stuff, you know, stamps and rugs and weird stuff like that. But you can invest in almost anything you want, and that way you can control the investments and invest in what you know, invest in what you're familiar with. And often, as long as you invest with a good operator, those returns can be far better and more secure than the stock market. So those are just about finding the right operator, finding a guy like Jay or one of Jay's students, finding someone like me or finding a good operator that's going to care for that money and have full disclosure, a lot of transparency. That's the challenge, right? So Jay, as you know, a lot of people invest in the public markets because they perceive them to be regulated. They perceive them to be normal. They perceive them to be more safe, but that's not really the case. The safest deals I've done have been doing deals with people that I personally vetted and then took my self-directed IRA and gave them money or they gave me money, vice versa. Um, so the idea of self-directed IRAs is huge. And I would encourage all of you guys to create your financial friends. Okay. You cannot take your self-directed IRA and loan it to yourself, but you can loan the money to a friend of yours. And that friend of yours, if they like your deal, they can invest or lend to you. So you create your financial friends, your network, which Jay does a great job of connecting you guys, all your listeners together, uh, create your financial friends, use your self-directed IRAs to help each other. One of my favorite questions uh, when I'm having a conversation with someone like one-on-one -on -one social event out to lunch or whatever, one of my favorite questions begins with the three words, did you know, did mm -hmm. you know? And one of the, my, my favorite questions, okay. Josh is, did you know there's a way that you can use retirement funds and earn unlimited money per year, penalty free and tax free, or at least tax deferred. And like you ask that kind of question and they go like, it's like, no, I like never heard that there was something like that. So talk about the attention getter. Now, Josh, I'm going to ask you a question that I get asked all the time. And I want to hear your answer. All right. And here's the question, Josh, where do you find all them mom and pop private lenders to loan you money? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Great question. Um, look, man, they're everywhere, but I've learned over the years of raising a lot of money. There's really two sort of proven places or ways. Um, okay. The first one is, Meetups. Okay. Meetups. This is a category that I look at meetups. What I mean is face-to-face -face events, seminars, uh, could be inside of Facebook groups, uh, places to meet with and talk to people one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. This is important. One-on-one, -on -one, Jay, like you and I are talking now. Where can you go to meet more people one-on-one? -on -one? Uh, could be the yacht club, could be the golf club, could be uh, you know, the homeowners association, the home builders association could be the apartment association could be the next real estate investor networking function, but meetups is a great place to meet people one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Now the secret sauce to those meetups, you know, like everyone used to carry business cards. A lot of people don't carry business cards anymore. When I meet with someone at a meetup, I offer them my cell phone number. 
So I said, hey, man, great to meet you. Great to talk to you. Um, when people ask me what I do, like, so if I'm at a meetup, the best thing to do, Jay, is to ask someone else, hey, so so what are you up to? Like, what do you do? Right. And of course, they're going to say, hey, I'm in sales. Hey, I'm a doctor. Hey, I'm a teacher. What are they going to do in return? They're going to say, well, Josh, what, you know, what do you do? Especially the guys, right? The guys, like the women, they can talk about all different kinds of important things. Like guys, we usually talk about sports, the weather, and then what do you do? That's what we do. Like that's how guys operate. So when I'm at a meetup or a function, a seminar, a sporting event, whatever, and I ask somebody, what do they do? Of course, they're going to reciprocate and ask me, what do I do? Well, when I answer that question, Jay, what I say is I don't say I'm a real estate investor. I don't say I'm in apartments. I don't say I own you know, a private equity fund. What I say is, I raise capital for real estate. We buy, and then you can insert whatever you buy. For me, it's apartments now. We buy distressed apartments, and we pay our investors a fixed double-digit rate of return. Yeah. And then I just stop. Right. And then they always say, like, you know, I'll give you, I, I've done this so many times, Jay. Let me tell you how people respond. Number one, if they're older, like us, they say, hey, oh, kind of like Carlton Sheets. Because they remember carved with sheets back in the day. I said, yep. Or if they're a little bit younger, they'll say, oh, kind of like HGTV. And I'll say, yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Or they'll say, hey, I've always wanted to buy a rental property. And they'll say, well, how does it work? And I'll say, well, it works great. You know, and if, and if you're interested in learning more or talking more, let me give you my cell phone, right? So giving starts the receiving process. So giving, I give them myself, hey, look, you know what? Like we're at this game or we're at this function. We're networking. We can definitely dive into it. I'd love to share it with you. And you could even use the comment, Jay, you just used, which is the did you know, right? That did you know comment. Add that in. That's a good, little bit of good spice right there. And then what are they going to do? I say, hey, let me give you my phone number. Why don't you text me back with your number? And, you know, next week I'll follow up and we can, you know, get on a Zoom call or we can – we can get you know face to face, get a beer, grab some soup, whatever. So that's the first place is meetups. Now, anymore for me, I don't do a lot of these meetups, but it's great for people to get started. Okay, there's one on one. What I do today is what I call the one to many approach. The one to many approach is that we've created a content machine. We're leveraging technology, podcasting, YouTube, StreamYard, blog posts, uh, Facebook groups, Facebook Lives, LinkedIn groups. And we put out so much content. And I'll honestly, and Jay, it starts with podcasting because I have a voice. I don't want to sit and type and write or create graphic images. What I want to do is talk. I want to put out my message and then... My team of writers, content creators, you know, uh, graphic designers, they can create all kinds of things from podcasts. And then that always leads to the next step, which is engagement. Engagement is when we're asking them to opt in, right? So whether you're at the meetup, the opt-in comes in the form of exchanging the cell phone numbers. If you're running and building a content machine so you can recruit investors online, the next step is to get them to engage through an opt-in, which means they visit your website, they they opt in, they opt into your investor portal, or they opt in for a free report, or they opt in to buy one of your books, Jay, like you just offered, and they engage, right? 
And then there's a follow-up process from there, but that's really where it starts is those two ways. I don't do a lot of meetups anymore. I do do speaking engagements from time to time, but we are a content machine. I put out about three or four podcasts a week um, and we recruit hundreds and hundreds of new investors a year because they often, they, 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 we feel authentic. They like our content. We're following up constantly through new content. And then they opt in and engage, and then we take them down another path from there. But that's where it begins. Wow. I love it, Josh. I love it. Well, I tell you what, man, I can't believe the time is going by so fast. Uh, we have uh, one um, participant here shot in a question. What do you see happening in real estate over the next six months? Um, yeah, great question. Um, look, we're an inflationary market, no question about it. So for sure, in six months, values are going to be up. Um, and when you look at, like, there's a lot of great marketing, right? I'm a, I feel like I'm a great marketer. Jay, you're a great marketer. There's a lot of great marketing from real estate gurus out there. And I think generally, my opinion, I don't want to trash talk anybody, but generally, there's a lot of like, you know, pending foreclosure, doom and gloom type of messaging right now that's really not accurate. Look, right now, there's only about 1.2 to 1.4 million properties on the MLS. Normally, across the country, normally, there's about 3 million to 3.5 million on the MLS. Um, a good friend of mine is, is the VP of market economics for auction.com. And so I get it directly from the guy, the economist at auction.com. And look, inventory is down about 55%. So right now, Jay, simple supply and demand. There's more demand than supply, so prices are going up. And then when you look at how COVID uh, impacted the supply chain, again, we're in an inflationary market. So for sure, prices are going to go up. Now, by this time next year, around, let's say, September, October, November, December of next year, 2022, some of this foreclosure inventory will start to hit the market from the foreclosure moratoriums. But I'm predicting, and then my buddy at auction.com is also predicting that only about 15% of all of those distressed assets from COVID are actually going to hit the market. Remember, Jay, we're in a totally different environment now than we were in 2008. In 2008, people got in trouble and prices were going down. Today, people got in trouble because of COVID, but prices are going up. So that's going to bail out a tremendous amount of people. Um, and so here's what's going to happen over the next six months for sure is prices are going to continue to go up. Supply will start to creep back, but not as much as demand. Values will continue to go up. Interest rates will start to creep up, but not very much. The Federal Reserve has said that they're going to keep interest rates low. But in an inflationary market, you want to own the asset because there's a phenomenon called asset inflation, which means your rental properties, your rehabs, your apartment buildings they're going to go up in value also. Rent values are going up. Look, in Dallas-Fort Worth, the rent prices are up 20% year over year. Even in Cleveland, which is where I'm from, which is a relatively stable, normal Rust Belt market, rent rates are up 5%. Normally, they're only up about 2%. So even for Cleveland, values are up. So that's my opinion of what happens here over the next six months to a year. Awesome, Josh. I agree with you as well. Josh, I know that uh, we've got a lot of uh, our audience members that want to stay or get connected with you. And what's the best way for people to reach out to you and uh, continue the conversation? 
Uh, yeah, just go to our main website. Go to freelandventures.com, freelandventures.com slash passive. Uh, there you'll find uh, our portfolio. Uh, all of our portfolio is there, the buildings that we own, uh, the different prices and, and things that we do, the, where we're trying to buy, what our buying criteria is, um, you know, some of our YouTube videos. Just, you know, go to our main website, freelandventures.com slash passive slash criteria those are some of the places to go to just take a look at our portfolio and engage with us so everybody that website is www.free f-r-e-e land l-a-n-d ventures v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s dot com freelandventures.com josh thank you so much for taking the time to join me in the audience on today's show i really appreciate you my friend Absolutely, Jay. This has been fun. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. There you have it, folks. Another episode of the Private Money Academy podcast. I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. Here's to taking your real estate and business uh, to the next level. And we'll see you right here on the next Private Money Academy podcast. Mm -hmm.